Hello. 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 How's everybody? Good. All I know is I'm saving up money for property on Mars. Yes. Me too. Nice. (laughs) How much is that? Well, I haven't looked yet. (laughs) If you have to ask, you can't afford it. Right. I've just been collecting my spare change. (laughs) (laughs) They're doing good stuff up there. NASA... Good old U.S. of A. engineers and and, uh, astronomers and whatever else, or astronauts, or there's no astronauts up there right now. They're just, they're doing incredible things on the red planet, like so far away from us, while all of us down here on Earth are dealing with what we're dealing with. They're they're planning for the future, and it's pretty amazing what they're accomplishing. I mean, considering I can't get apps to work on my phone. It's (laughs) incredible that they're like... Flying a helicopter yeah. that's like like Mars atmosphere, right? Like they had to figure out how it would fly in the atmosphere, and then it's basically a remote control. You know, like like you have like the drone you got from Walmart, only it's like fancier. <laughs> and they're manufacturing oxygen out of carbon dioxide, which is one thing to do it here on Earth, but they're doing it in a completely different place. And they're sort of planning ahead for when vehicles will need the oxygen to run, and it's really just mind-boggling, fascinating. Are they using actual images of Mars? Like, are we seeing that 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 red sand is is actually Mars? Are you one of those people who it's really a soundstage somewhere in New York? I mean, <laughs> I thought I saw some, and I'm like, oh, that looks like a video game. That looks exactly like my kids' video game. It's a good. It's a good question, Anna, because they've been showing simulations for so long, and the simulations are so real looking that when you see the real ones, you do want to pause and go, "Wait, am I really seeing that?" But yeah, you're really seeing it. It's not instant. I mean, it takes I don't know day. I'm, I'm not sure honestly how long it takes. They might get it and look at it before they release it to the public. But it, it, as far as I can tell, it takes a day or or so to get the images back. But once you realize you're looking at the real image, you can't not see it. It's pretty amazing. These are tiny little helicopter flights. I think they're like 18 or 30 seconds, something like that. But, you know, that's 30 seconds longer than it was last week, right? Right. It's amazing. It is. I mean, when you think about our everyday jobs, we do our work. But can you imagine a job where you're focusing on the future every day? It must feel good. I'm reminding of of this scene in The Crown where... um, Prince Philip was like just obsessed with the moon landing and the astronauts. And he was so excited when they came to Buckingham Palace and he got to sit down and talk to the astronauts. And he was so disappointed because he wanted to talk about like the vision and the beauty and the wonder. And they were, well, like we're pilots. I mean, it was checklists and math and you know, it was kind of boring, actually, when it, when it, not boring, but, it was, you know, mundane, but it had to be, you know, for safety. If you talk to any fighter pilot, you know, very few pi- fighter pilots talk about the adrenaline. They talk about the, the check downs and the numbers and the gauges and, you know, all the stuff that they have to do. So I imagine some of those, I'd like to think some of the NASA people take a minute to like dream through a telescope and go, wow, I did that. But a lot of them are probably like, carry the two, power of nine, cosine tangent, you know. (laughs) (laughs) Well, and also that like, okay, how many years to the future is actually living there? So you're working every day on the future, but you don't get to see it manifested, maybe even in your lifetime. Right. Mm -hmm. Interesting. Right. What do you think drives that, Lori? Well, I think people, some people 
uh, have more motivation, that they don't need that instant gratification that some of us need from our jobs, maybe? <laughs> right? Yeah. 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 That could be. Yeah. I mean, that could get weary if you're always working on something that's not going to happen for I mean, when you look at roads, today I was down at the Muckleteo Ferry, and they've just redone everything. This has been years in the making, and it's like, wow, you know, you see the progress, but it's not done. It's like my job. I see what's done every day, you know? (laughs) So I think that would be... But you could say that about a lot of things, though, like climate change, for example. A lot of people don't care about climate change because they don't see it happening, Whereas other people know, regardless of what causes it, regardless of your political affiliation, it is happening, right? You ask anybody who lives on a coast, right? It is happening. And so, you know, getting people motivated politically to do something about it is difficult because you're right. It's it's the real effects of it are a generation away. We're seeing some of it now, but the real effects are, are for our kids and grandkids. Yeah, right. Speaking of which, did you know that there's a new breed of bear because of climate change? No. Is it a poo bear? <laughs> that would have been better. Is it a, a Paddington bear? Pretty close. <laughs> the polar bear is breeding with the grizzly bear, actually, and they're calling it a pizzly bear. A what do you want? Pizzly? Yeah, and it's it's real. I thought it was a fake article, but uh, they have migrated a little, and now they're breeding with... With grizzly bears. Wait, wait, wait. Was your source the onion? <laughs> no, it was the radio source. So I wonder how aggressive the pizzlies are, uh, how how big they get, or big. are they more prone to be polar or, you know, like in the, right. the cold weather, or do they like to be closer to the warmth? Closer uh, to the or, warmth or the because of oh. uh, global warming. And they're also <laughs> not very white, but they're not as brown, as dark brown is, according to this picture, as a grizzly bear. So they're poo colored. Winnie the Pooh, like a like a Bart Simpson color. Yeah, not quite. But uh, but yeah, let's no, call it there. The new poo bear. <laughs> the pizzly bear. Doesn't that sound like nasty? <laughs> Pizzle. It does. does not sound good. Like if you get attacked by a pizzly, but you know, if you get attacked by a grizzly. Oh, it's just a pizzly bear. Yeah. What did it do? Bite your toe? <laughs> <laughs> it's interesting. But it's also kind of sad when you think about it. So basically they're moving south they're south or they're moving they're moving to the warmer climate. Mm-hmm. And in order for them to keep existing, they're just mating with someone else right because they've got it and and then they're able to eat different food because you know they're having to if they're migrating they're having they can't eat the seals and the things they like so oh yeah what do grizzly bears eat besides campers (laughs) yeah (laughs) i'm pretty sure they eat salmon (laughs) salmon right we see we've seen those it it would be great if uh we find out that pizzlies are vegetarians so that we don't feel so threatened <laughs> yeah. when we're, we're taking hikes, you know. I have I don't go hiking. I know that I would love it, but I would feel like I have to bring like so much bear spray. And after watching Revenant, I ah uh, I can't do <laughs> yeah. it. That's the worst ever. If you have a fear of bears, that movie, I mean, I was shook. And and, and that was years ago. What is bear spray? Like, what's actually in there? So AJ was... Hairspray. (laughs) AJ was telling us about it, right? And I guess... Who was? AJ, remember Anna? 
One of the podcasts we oh, did yeah, yeah, here. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Because he hikes a lot. Mm hmm. It's like uh, pepper spray on steroids, basically. And it goes long distances and stuff. If you do go hiking and you need, you feel like you really need bear spray, you need to like practice with it because you got to practice with the wind and stuff. You don't want that. You don't want to spray it. It's just going back at you instead of the bear. Mm. Oh, that right. would suck. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. So you have to like I mean, think and do math when you use it. Yikes. Yeah. Well, it's the same <laughs> with pepper spray. You don't just go buy pepper spray and think, okay, if someone attacks me, I'll pull it out. You got to like practice so you know, mm. like how to unclip it or how to aim it, or it's going to get in your eyes. That would suck. Yeah. If you got the bear spray mm-hmm. on you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I wondered if maybe it smelled like skunk, you know? Like, oh. but you know, I think you're probably more right. Pepper spray irritant is probably more like it than just smell bad. Mm-hmm. Blah. Have you ever been in like a bar or, or, or an enclosed place where someone's pepper spray has gone off? That is the worst. No, no, it's terrifying. It's happened to me a couple times, and and they and in both instances, the people didn't intend to spray anybody. It's like a, they had it on a keychain or or some like little thing in their purse, and they were reaching for something else, and they inadvertently set it off. And um, oh wow, I mean, you really—it's like everything's fine, and then all of a sudden you can't breathe, and they had to evacuate the whole place. And you know, you usually get in trouble when that happens. But I can—I would think that would ruin a camping trip, bear or no bear. If you if you pepper spray yourself, that would be no fun. It says it's hot pepper product, so uh, because they have very sensitive smell, and hmm. so it's made out of trichlorothene, chlorothene, chloroquine. There is a warning on it. By the way, you cannot use bear spray as a repellent like you would DEET for mosquitoes. The smell of bear spray may attract bears since it's food-based substance. Bear spray is best used by spraying the bear itself. (laughs) What? (laughs) Okay. (laughs) You don't want to, like, burn a bear spray candle around your campfire. You'll actually attract bears. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, so use it on the bear, not yourself. (laughs) This is another reason why I stay in hotels. Glamping? Yes, I would most definitely be a glamper. I want a big yurt with a, you know, like a barbed wire fence that I don't see, but that I know is out there to keep the bears and zombies and stuff from getting to my yurt. <laughs> a yurt with a barbed wire fence. <laughs> yeah. An invisible barbed wire fence. <laughs> and bear spray cannons. Like yeah. Them yeah. In the, uh, the premises. Right. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> what, what are those things that the water, the water goes around the castle? Is it a moot? Moot. Moat. 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 Right. Right. The moat. Right. <laughs> But for the Pizzlies, we only need cheeseburgers because they're vegans. That's right. <laughs> I'm so excited about the Pizzly. <laughs> so everybody, Google Pizzly and see if uh, what color they are. I want to know what color they are. Grayish, I would say. Gray? Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. I would think white and, gr- uh, and brown would be like sort of a mustard color or something. You really, you want it to be a Simpson so badly, don't you, Anna? <laughs> I do. So there's two pictures. One, it's like really, it's what we call in a horse is a grula color. But then there's another one that it looks really white with like a brown stripe down its back. So maybe, you know, maybe there's a few different colors of them. Wow. Well, I guess that would make sense. Mm-hmm. You know. 
What color are ligers? You know, the lion-tiger mix? Those are those those tend to be white, right? I've never heard of them. I've heard of them. You've heard of them. I've heard of them. And did you know there's a wolfin? A whale and a dolphin? <laughs> no way. Oh, come on. Those are two completely different things. I'm also seeing a beefalo. I don't know if it's real. I'm just seeing these. A, a wolfin and a beefalo. I see I see the wolfin. <laughs> this whole page is like I've got the pizzly, which is trending. Yes. The tigon. The lepon, the wolfin, the lilliger. Ooh, lilliger. The, well, the mule. Mules have been around for a while. And a hinny. What the heck's a hinny? <laughs> Camma. A llama and a camel mix. The camma. A Z donk. There's a Z donk. <laughs> I see the camel. <laughs> oh my god, I see the camma. A zebra donkey? I would so want one of those. <laughs> and I thought chewinis were weird. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Okay, I want I want to know what the hybrid is of a giraffe and something really small, like a mouse. Like a chihuahua? <laughs> a giraffe. A chihuahua? <laughs> a chihu- giraffe. <laughs> Uh, okay, I found one. It's a picture of a giraffe with a snail's shell for a butt. <laughs> That's a meme. <laughs> how about a how about a giraffe that's striped like a zebra? Jerebra? <laughs> you guys. A human Z. <laughs> I, I don't even want to know how they created it. Ew. <gasps> look, look. A human Z is a hypothetical hybrid of a chimpanzee and human. Okay, they don't exist. Oh, thank God. Oh. I, what? Oh, but I <laughs> really wish I had not looked at the picture. Serious attempts to create such a hybrid have been made. There was an attempt. Come on, people. <laughs> don't do this to us. <laughs> it reminds me. Z? Is it real or is it Memorex? <laughs> Ooh. It, it just ain't right. Yeah, no, these are people with too much money and time on their hands. Yeah, that, I think that's so. That's the thing that have to happen. But, but I do Yikes. think the Pizzly is real. But if I'm going to get oh, attacked yeah. and make the news, I want it to be a grizzly. An actual grizzly, <laughs> yeah. not a Pizzly. Yeah. I'd like to think of the Pizzly as, my, in my view, the Pizzly is, is a pacifist. I think you could just ride on its back and swim in the water and go. Have it as search. a pet? Yeah. <gasps> yeah. A cub Pizzly would be so cute. It like waves oh. at you when it comes on, when you come by it. It's like, hey. <laughs> it smiles. Uh-huh. And it yeah. talks. Yay. Don't you wish you had a pet Pizzly? No. I do. <laughs> you say yes and Lori goes no okay you know why I I am an animal person and I raise my kids on a farm so our cats were outdoor no cat boxes our dogs were outside and they pooped in the woods so we didn't have poop everywhere now when you have an animal you got to follow it around and pick up its poop and I'm mm. not thrilled about picking up bisley poop <laughs> you raise a good point. It would be big poo. <laughs> well, considering I can't get through one podcast without my dog barking at me, you're probably right. A pizzly might be beyond my, my ability. <laughs> or the right. the one that's licking you. <laughs> like, right. stop, I'm Punching trying to podcast. 
I was doing uh, working on a radio station live last night, and they were the dogs were so good. They were so good, and I had twenty minutes left in my shift, and all of a sudden, my cat just really wanted to be like meow, meow, and I'm like. Shh, Quiet, quiet. Somehow we held it off, but it's like all this time I was worried about the dogs. It didn't even occur to me that Barley was going to get involved. (laughs) Oh, well. Maybe you're right. Maybe working from home isn't the best way to do it. Maybe maybe we should all get back into a workplace. Well, today on our Zoom call, we had several people that forgot to mute. And I'm like, how long have we been doing this? Oh, I know. Right? (laughs) But the thing is, you hear is, people hacking. Yeah. And- but the good thing is, it turns green. You're like, oh, they're the ones. <laughs> yeah, you know who it is. Right. <laughs> but gosh, when they don't know and they start saying something, but then the sound of their voice goes in somebody else's, which goes in somebody else's, a big echo. It goes, wah, 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 wah. It's, there's no way to stop it <laughs> if they don't know. Right. Yeah. How embarrassing. Well, the host could do that. They could mute everybody if they wanted to. And yet they don't. And yet they don't. (laughs) (laughs) But when they're talking, it's hard for them to do like a bunch of stuff at the same time while they're, you know, hosting the entire thing. Right. You know, you know. Sharon, uh, my wife, taught a class last week for a group of people at a, a, a major company. It was kind of like a, like like wine and canvas only without the wine. I mean, I shouldn't, I don't know if they might've been drinking wine, but that wasn't the goal of it. It was more of a team building exercise for an office. And they were all going to be using Zoom. I believe there were 16 people. So she had to be able to show herself talking, her canvas on which she was working and her palette on which she was mixing the paint. She wanted them to see all three of those things. She also wanted to be able to speak and interact with them, but not have their Zoom windows pop up every five seconds and overwhelm what she was doing. So we had this we had this whole test day where myself and my sister-in-law and Sharon were all in different parts of the house. And we zoomed in and did a mock class with her so she could figure out which buttons to push to mute people and show people and you can pin this and pin that. Zoom has everything on there for you to do that and it's really not that hard, but you have to take like 20 minutes to figure out how to do it. Wow. And not everybody does. Yeah. You know, most people are just like, oh, I have a meeting. I got to get on it, you know, and they don't really think about the tools that are that are available to them. I would think a year into the pandemic, the people running the big town hall meetings would know how to do all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, yeah. I know that I use Zoom on a regular basis, but I've never used the breakout rooms yet. And I keep thinking, am I going to just have to figure it out when I do it one day? Or do I, can I practice ahead? I just don't know how that all works. You can practice ahead. Just, you know, call me or Anna or call yeah, know, a bunch of people say, and say, us. I want to practice this and we'll, we'll, We'll zoom with you in practice yeah. and then you disconnect us and call us back and, you know, we'll trial and error it. I think a lot of people, not you, you're not, you're like probably the single most fearless human being I know. But, <laughs> but generally speaking, outside of you, I think people are, are sometimes, especially when it comes to computers and technology, people are afraid to try new things. Like I'm going to break it or I'm going to delete it or I'm going to you know, accidentally say bad words or I'm going to, you know, a million things that that could go wrong. And sometimes that's the only way to figure this stuff out is just trial and error Um, and error and error and error and error and error. That's so true. I mean, you can always redial or you can always, you know, 
You're likely not going to be responsible for the Mars helicopter not flying <laughs> from from your Zoom call. You know, the worst that'll happen is your husband will be walking naked behind you, right? I mean, that might happen. But you know, and you know what? That might not be bad for all of the other participants. That may be the best part of their day, right? Um, you know what? You you just talked about someone uh, walking naked behind somebody. No, what that happened. happened on one of my best friend's Zoom calls. <gasps> in the beginning? Not the, uh, no, <laughs> it was like fairly recently. Oh my gosh. <laughs> she has a glass wall behind her and her six-year-old goes behind that <gasps> gl- glass without her knowing. And the whole Zoom call was just bursting in tears. <laughs> and she had to turn around to realize that her her naked kid was showing up on her corporate meeting. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Remember the Canadian politician? I think it was last week. He got on the Zoom call and he had just been running or swimming or something. And so he got naked and was on the call. And they're like, <gasps> um, mm, yeah, you didn't see that? <laughs> no. And when they blacked it out, oh, all they Lord. did was black out just a teeny little section. Like, not the whole. <laughs> it was like a dot. <laughs> awesome. He could, have been, he could have done it the courtesy of blacking out a very large section. Right. Like, <laughs> I know. Or just the entire thing. But they're like, okay, let's just this part. <laughs> it's just a little oh. stick. <laughs> Oh would it be gosh. funny if they blacked out everything but what they were supposed to black out? <laughs> oh, it's reversed. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh, by the way, I don't know if you know this, but do you know whose birthday it is today, Thursday, the 22nd of April? Queen Elizabeth. No. She's 95. <gasps> and her, wow. her brand is three times bigger than Oprah's. And she's 95. Her brand? Her brand. Apparently I didn't know she had a brand. Apparently she does. Yeah. What does she sell? Well, herself. Okay. Okay. I was thinking like, you know, her clothing line. <laughs> her country. Yeah. <laughs> I've been reading a lot of articles about, you know, I, you know me, I'm a, all of us, we're obsessed with the royals and, and, and since the death of Prince Philip, just a lot of like, it, it, when... The queen is loved, like Queen Elizabeth herself, the the current, the people love her. But a lot of people are saying when she goes, is it time to end the monarchy? Ooh. And what is the purpose and what is the point wow. of the monarchy? And a lot of people say the actual, the actual point of the monarchy is it's just a giant PR firm. Like that's really all it is. It's just a big PR firm for the United Kingdom, for the British Empire and their the many common, the commonwealths around the country, right? Around the, uh, around the globe, the various countries that are still under uh, part of the commonwealth. Um, and that they need them. They call it the firm. That's like the inside term for the, for the royal family is the firm. And, you know, part of and they get engaged, they get just hundreds and hundreds of requests for appearances, like charities and military things and and just all kinds of things all over the world. They want that royal bump. And so like there's a you know, you get like, well, so Andrew's out of the game now. He can't do anything because he's kind of persona non grata. Um He's not married right now. He was married to Fergie, who was great. She's out of the picture. His kids do a lot of stuff. Um, Harry can't use Harry and Meghan anymore for anything. So they've doubled down the work on William and Catherine, who's got a bunch of kids. Um, uh, Prince Edward, he does some stuff along with with his wife. They're just so adorable. I can't even. And they have adorable children. Uh, 
Princess Anne, who's Prince Charles's sister, she runs around and does a bunch of stuff, but she's no spring chicken anymore. And so a lot of people, that's why they were mad at Harry for quitting, because he's like, it's more work for all of them to like go cut the ribbon at the welding factory in Kent or, you know, whatever it is they have to do. You know, so I fully believe that the Queen's brand is three times the the size of Oprah's. I totally get that because, well, they've been working on it for, you know, a couple thousand years. Right. And then she lived so long. I mean, my gosh, she's 95 and still kicking. I mean, she's up and about. And she's the is she the she's the longest. She's past Victoria in terms of length of brain. Right. Gosh, I don't know. I think so. I think she's now the longest. She's certainly the oldest. Oh, here's another thing I just read. Queen, I knew this. That Queen Elizabeth served in World War II back when she was Princess Elizabeth. She was a mechanic. What? Uh, 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 yeah, she was at auto. That's why she drives the trucks around. She's an auto mechanic. I think she might have been an ambulance driver, but her main thing was to do the mechanics on the vehicles. Um, she is now the only living head of state that served in World War II in the entire world. Isn't that amazing? Wow. That's amazing. Yeah. How come they didn't uh, cover that in The Crown? They did very briefly. I think it was alluded to, but the crown, even though the crown has flashbacks to her being a child, it sort of starts when um, she marries Philip and then the war is over already. So they they put a lot more focus on her love of um, riding horses and, you know, yeah, that kind of thing. Wow. Yeah, it's pretty interesting. She did she did some some cool stuff. Uh, that's why I like the movie The Queen with Helen Mirren, um, because there's just these just just like you know like what they call the B roll, like not the plot, but like the little filler scenes where she's like mucking around wearing these giant work boots, and then she drives these old I don't know I guess they're Land Rovers or whatever they drive around out their estate, and the thing looks like it's got like gonna fall apart any second, and she just like starts it up, and then it breaks down, and she has to fix it and. I think there's yeah she's out in like a raincoat and this thing covering her hat and she's you know has some she's not a she's a, a girl who can you know get down in the muck if she has to even though she's all like tiaras and pearls and all that stuff <laughs> that's awesome so i have two things i want to talk about something funny and something serious which should we do next let's do serious and and then come back to funny okay serious mm-hmm. you guys know what i'm talking about the verdict this week. Yeah. Yep. Were you surprised? I didn't watch any of it. I was pleased because, you know, you just never know how these things will go. But also the fact that some people are outraged really surprised me. Mm. And what is the outrage? Well, at least one of them is from cops because <laughs> they don't like to see their brothers put in prison. And... I understand that, but this was holding somebody down for nine minutes. Was it nine or 11? Mm-hmm. Nine. I mean, this was not an oops. I was a little too rough. And so, I mean, I don't want to be heartless, but when you go to prison, you go to prison. There, there shouldn't be a prison for, you know, different kinds of people. Or should there? I don't know. It doesn't seem like it. Yeah, he. so now he's in like, um, until he's sentenced, he's in some kind of special custody, right? Yeah. But eventually when he is sentenced, he faces up to 40 years. He he could be in general population. Mm-hmm. 
yeah, he could he he could very much be in danger. I I get that. I get what you're saying though. I mean, he had opportunities to do something different. I'm not saying he should have thought it through because, you know, in that moment clearly he's was not the greatest thinker in the world. Yeah. I I wouldn't, you know, were he acquitted and didn't have to lose his job, would he have done it again another time? I don't know. Yeah. yeah. But but you um you know, you're talking at the same time, I think you're, you know, the people that are saying it's unfair, you know, for him to go through that same, you know, justice system. There are a lot of police officers who were relieved that he was found guilty. Um, this is the first trial that I can ever recall where so many cops and people within the department testified against him. You never mm-hmm. see that. What do they call it? The blue, the blue wall. You never, ever see um, police officers um testifying against one another but i think i think they're tired of it i think the the good cops are tired of the bad cops Mm. wow i hope so i hope so i hope they're tired of abuse of power especially like um you know there's this mentality that uh police officers are right no matter what right you need to respect authority even if they're wrong and i mean I, I know that mentality all too well. I, I come from a very strict military family, and, uh, and I went to parochial schools for most of my childhood where we were taught that authority is always right, even at times when they're obviously wrong. And that was instilled in so many people for a long time. Um, so, you know, no matter what, your parents are right. No matter what, your teachers or your boss or your priest is always right, no matter what fill in the blank authority figure it, you are not to question them and that's and why we got so all when, that abuse right because you couldn't question exactly authority. and when you've been told all your life that the authority in your life and in your community is always right even if the entire community sees that something that they're doing is blatantly wrong and when you're on board with that mentality then you don't believe that authority needs to take responsibility for misconduct or for any heinous act. And so when you see no need for them to take that accountability for any of those misdeeds or actions, you know, uh, you get people like that Minnesota officer you're talking about uh, that's crying out, they're sending cops to prison and wailing. They've made Chauvin a sacrificial lamb, uh, but that they're missing the entire point of why people all over the world protested about bad cops. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and why we're even having this trial, or while we when we even had that trial in the first place, you know, we're hearing not only the bad officers, but also like you know, uh, Tucker Claptrap uh, and Senator Amanda Huggins squeeze saying, you know, you know, they're saying the same stuff, and this would have been a perfect opportunity for them to say not all cops are bad cops, but Chauvin was a bad cop. It surprises me that they didn't even take that opportunity. Instead, they put it out there that you should believe bad cops and, you know, they should never go to jail for even a murder that everybody in the world saw. They should be let off the hook. That's, you know. But so. I, I do like your uh, observation, Claire, that this was sort of a first in so when you see that walls are kind of breaking down, then, you know, that's that's a good thing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 
Um, I am curious what will happen with the trials of the other three police officers on the scene. Thinking about what you said, Anna, especially in the in the military life, but also I know in in I understand in policing and in firefighting and anything with the kind of structure, command structure is really important. If you don't follow what your commanding officer says, people can die. And I think this was a case where Chauvin was the commanding officer on the scene. And these three guys, I don't know their ages or who had how many years on who, but I know that Chauvin was the lead. They just did what he said. And I I wonder, I obviously wonder what they're thinking, but I wonder also what's going to happen with their trials, if they will choose to go to trial or if they will plead or what they will do. And I would just love to hear their statements about, well, did they want to intervene? Did they want to stop him? And they were afraid to or they didn't know how to. Um, that's I just I've you know, I'm that's what I think. <laughs> I'm just so like my head is spinning on this because I, I cannot imagine you try to put yourself in this situation, putting yourself in Chauvin's situation, whatever he was thinking. I can't go there, but I can go there with those assistant cops and think to myself, what what would I have done? I'd like to think I would have stopped him, but I might not have. Wasn't one of them or two of them like new uh, in the force? Sometimes that makes a, a difference if you might be expected to to listen and do exactly what, what uh, you're told and not ask any questions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, we'd all yeah. like to think we would be the one to stand up, but, you know, would we? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Would you? Yeah. And the outcome could have been different. I mean, just it could have been. I mean, what if he'd, what if he'd stopped kneeling and, 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 and Floyd had done something? I'm not saying he would have. I'm just saying there were a million different scenarios for what, have, what could have gone down that day. Mm-hmm. But we'll never know because he held his knee on his neck. He, he killed him. I mean, he just killed him. He never gave him a chance to do anything else, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. And the really, um, the testimony from the... I mean, I wasn't there, wasn't in the courtroom, but just the stuff you see on TV and, and reading the newspaper and all that stuff. I think the testimony from this one um, specialist in, you know, pathologist, heart, lung, brain, all that kind of stuff, he really sealed it. You know, there was just no reason for a man being handcuffed, held in that position to, to have your knee on his neck. There was just no reason for it at all, and certainly not to keep it there the way you had, you yeah. know. Um, and that was really the mo- the science in the end was really the most damaging thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Did, did any of it bother you? <laughs> like, um, I, I know the defense is supposed to say whatever they're supposed to say to try to win this, but there was a time in the trial when they were trying to say they were at the exhaust pipe. So the exhaust killed him, mm. you know, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> Mm. And just a lot of things that that was being said, and it just it just kind of blows my mind that the trial happened in the first place. That <laughs> yeah. there was such so much denial. If they can't be, if they can't hold people accountable, then there's no justice. You know, mm. p- police non transparency is a real issue. Not holding bad cops accountable is a real issue. You know, ethics is an issue, and. Uh, I just feel like not a lot of not a lot of people are willing to to admit when they're when they truly did something wrong. 
um, mm-hmm. that troubles me. <laughs> yeah. The uh, the the Brianna Taylor one is is also a very frustrating one. That's the case of the woman, an EMT, who was home at night asleep with her boyfriend when police uh, came in with a warrant, but they had the wrong place, and they they barged in. The boyfriend, of course, hears people barging into his home in the middle of the night, so he has a weapon to defend himself. Police see that, and they fire, and they kill her. She's in bed. Um, and it, it they've changed some laws there now. The no-knock warrant, now you have to have, you know, now they're saying, well, now you have to have more information and, and all this kind of stuff. And I, and I just want to go, duh. I mean, I don't even understand how that was okay in the first place. Like, how... Right. I can't imagine they haven't made that mistake before, you know, it's just that this time someone ended up dead. Somebody's probably ended up dead before and we just didn't hear about it. I, I, I don't even want to know how oh, many yeah. of these things have happened that we never even heard about until the last, you know, few years with, uh, with more transparency. But, um, so there are strides. It, it just feels like we make a step forward and then there's a step back and a step forward and a step back. And yeah. boy, we started this podcast talking about the future. That's a future I'd like to get to. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, uh, there are a lot of things that I've, I questioned of things in the past. I don't know if you remember some cops, I think it was in Dallas, pulling over a black woman who was pulled over for not using her turn signal. Oh, yeah. She ended up dead in their jail, and they won't say why, how. Uh, there's a lot of denial. There's n- transparency issues. Uh Remember I told you about my friend in Overland Park, uh, Kansas, whose um, teenage son was killed in his driveway during a police welfare check uh, on him three three years ago. Mm -hmm. Uh, There has been zero transparency, and that has been a fight my friend and her community have been in. Uh, But just last month, the city of Overland Park was finally forced to obtain a report that would reveal more about the investigation. So, so for three years, the, the police department and the city kept it from everyone, no matter how much the mom was begging for them for it. They kept a bunch of information away from them until a news agency filed a lawsuit. And the judge ruled that that open records lawsuit against the city could move forward. But it took that, see? they yeah. So they finally get a hold of those records, the things they found in the, ci- the, the city and the police department covered up and lied about and misled the public. And uh, perjury was involved during the officer's exit from the force. But in saying that, uh, it took that to try to get to the truth. And why why does it take such great lengths to get to the truth and to have like, true justice Mm -hmm. these are questions i feel like we need to also ask yeah yeah we shouldn't have to try this hard yeah no no and i i think that's why the day after the closing statements and the jury was was uh, trying to get to a verdict in my family we were really scared we were concerned that he wouldn't be convicted where a lot of people are like, oh, no, it's obvious. The entire world saw it. You know, the, the video, it's, it was there, it was there. But we were really scared that it wasn't going to happen. Yeah. Uh, were you as scared? Were you thinking there was a chance that he's not going to, He's you know, they're just going to let him off the hook? Or did, were you pretty convinced that, no, nah, no, nah, there's no way he's going to be let off the hook? You know, I didn't watch it, but I... I guess there was just part of me that wanted to believe that it would all come out the way it should. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I I was like 70-30. I was like, oh, come on, there's no way. 
But then part of me was like, you know what? I've seen this movie before. It has happened Mm -hmm. and it could happen. And what you see on TV is not what the jury hears and reasonable doubt and all that kind of stuff. Um, So there was absolutely part of me that was afraid and um, sort of braced for what might happen as a result. And you remember the whole Rodney King thing, you know, Mm -hmm. that was that was back Mm -hmm. in the 90s. Four LAPD police officers, they beat Rodney King right on camera. Everybody sees it in the world and somehow are acquitted. Mm-hmm. And then there are other things. So you talked about Breonna Taylor and, you know, so many people were able to get off with little to no consequences. And, mm-hmm. and of course, some people thought the worst because so many got away with, with these crimes, with uh, similar crimes. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and did you see what it looked like in Minneapolis? I mean, the National Guard, the concrete barriers, the razor wire, all the people, and then looking at other cities where people were ready and braced and, and, and ready to go out. And it, it turned into, um, it certainly wasn't celebratory because a man is dead and another man is going to jail, but, but there was a sense of relief and justice um, and, and, you know, sort of a buoyancy to it and people still went out and I was still afraid, you know, that there might be, uh, people who saw it from the other side who might go out and want to do some, some trouble and they didn't. And so I was very relieved that there was no trouble, uh, at least not anything major that I heard of on either side. Um, but you know, we're just, we're not done because now we got to deal with Dante Wright and, and, you know, he was laid to rest today. Um, and the circumstances there where the cop claimed she meant to pull a taser and, and shot him instead. Um, and we have to deal with this one that just happened in, in Columbus, Ohio, where a obviously very troubled girl was attacking people with a knife and she ended up dead at the hands of police. Um, and, and then the rest of the people in the George Floyd case have to be tried. It, it just feels like, like, oh, good, it's over. Oh, wait, no, it's not over. Yeah. Got a long way to go. Yeah, we do. And there's been too many repeats. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like you said. But it was a it was a big step. It was def definitely a big step in the right direction. And it was nice to also have national leadership that you really felt behind it. Like you really felt that they were relieved and happy, but even they pointed out there's still a long way to go. Um but it it did it didn't sort of feel the the first kind of sense of America's going to be okay that I have felt in probably four years. Mm. Agreed. Big sense of relief on that part, even though we shouldn't, there's baby steps, right? This was one of them. Yeah. A long way to go. Yeah. And I think that when you posted, Anna, the, you know, rebuttal there, somebody saying um, cops shouldn't go to prison or whatever. I think I was just so surprised because it's like the right thing was done. And then to have somebody come up against it just felt like kind of a slap. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Do you guys think that, um, (laughs) I know you don't want to say his name, but we'll call him Tecker Blarlson. (laughs) Um, Do you think that guy actually believes anything he says? Like, you think he's, see, my view is he's a showman. Like, I don't think, like a lot of those guys, like Hannity and all those guys, I honestly don't think they believe anything they say. I just think they make a lot of money to say it. When they go home, they're like, oh, I feel horrible as a person, but here's my paycheck. You know, am I wrong? Do I just want to think that? I mean, what do you guys think? 
Oh, if if they're doing it for the money, this is a very bad look. They're going to be on the wrong side of history for money, for for wealth, for fame, if that's what they're doing. In the future, I, I feel like they're not going to be looked upon as, as good people. They're definitely not going to be heroes. I feel like that. Yeah, but you know, there's been several times... <laughs> more than several over these past this past year and a half where we have thought how can somebody actually believe that whatever side whatever thing something that came up and yet they actually believe it i tend to think yeah they're trying to stir the pot but there's part of me that thinks they've convinced themselves to believe it that's interesting both of you what what you just said right yikes on both ends anyway <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yes. I mean, right is right. Wrong is wrong. Exactly. Uh, but more importantly, if you're you're ready to face your creator and, and know yeah. full well what you're doing, you know, I don't know. I, 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 don't know. I had this Sunday morning. I, I just had this sadness. I was thinking about um, just some things that that I've noticed and um, people who call themselves good, but maybe they're not. And, you know, just, just trying to figure out where is my place in this world? I think I'm doing good. Am I? Because maybe somebody else thinks they're doing good and I think they're not doing good things at all. So I just had, I feel like it was kind of a crisis of, you know, thinking, okay, I, you know, I have to stay in my lane, but when I'm looking around, there's some things that make me really sad. I mean, we've come across this on the podcast, but, you know, I think all of us are like, we have our opinions, but we can allow other people to have their opinions. But it's like when I blatantly see people I look up to doing things that feel unethical to me, I'm thinking, so am I off? Are they off? And so I I don't know if that even applies to this, but when people think they're right, they think they're right. And so I think I'm right. Am I? You know, all the things that I'm doing, are they helpful to people or maybe they're not? Yeah. Sometimes thinking is hard. Yeah. It is. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Thinking's hard. I have those moments too. You know, I th- I think, what if I'm, wow, what if I am wrong? <laughs> you know, um, the, the only thing you can do is just, you know, follow your heart, know what's in your heart and your experience um, and the things that you've learned from those who've come before you. But you're right. I, we all, I think we all have those, those moments of doubt. Yeah. 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 And be curious, you know, rather than knowing it all, be curious and question things. So that's yes. what I think. I wanted to tell you guys this funny thing I saw yesterday. <laughs> so this woman, I mean, this woman and her little kid were sleeping and she heard something downstairs. She's like, oh, my gosh, somebody's broke into my house. She calls her friends or texts them, and they're like, call the police. So she calls the police, and she's hiding in the bathroom with her her daughter, who I think was like um, two or something. And she hears the police. They bust down the door, and all of a sudden, they start laughing. And they're laughing their heads off. So she goes downstairs. It was her Roomba. seriously (laughs) i have had that happen i have absolutely had the roomba go off on its own in the middle of 
night. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, I could see that lady. She's home alone. She, she probably did. She was probably scared about a million other things that were going on. <laughs> and then. <laughs> There's an intruder in my house. I hear it bumping and booming. <laughs> so, oh man! But I love my Roomba. Yeah. At the end of the story, they said another couple heard what they believed to be an intruder. So, um, they called the police. Same thing. Of course, they'd only had their robot vacuum for three days, so they weren't used to it. Uh, but they hid in a closet until the police got there. <laughs> actually thinking about getting one and I could see myself being home alone and going oh no oh no what is it (laughs) (laughs) just a robot ma'am just a robot (laughs) (laughs) it's just a Roomba we've got a Roomba alert (laughs) and then you know it's going to happen the boy who called wolf they're going to be like there's somebody in my house do you have a Roomba well yeah (laughs) then go check it and then it's not it's an intruder (laughs) Right. They're pretty great, though. They're a great little invention. Yeah. Yeah. I really love that thing. It's like another pet. We talk to it. (laughs) That's why my sister got me an Alexa. She's like, you need somebody to talk to. (laughs) (laughs) The Roomba and the Alexa will get together. Yeah. (laughs) And what will their baby be? Oh, no. Another hybrid. (laughs) A (laughs) Rulexa. Alexa, you get back here. I need to tell you what to do. <laughs> the Pisley of gadgets. <laughs> oh, Alexa, hang on, I have to write that down. <laughs> oh my God, I love you guys. Ditto. I love you too. <laughs> I mean, we did have some hard things to talk about today, but we had a, a little more sure. fun things than hard things for once. Yeah. 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 I feel like. I hate to say this. I feel like there's always going to be hard things. There's always going to be hard conversations that have to be had. But there's also always room for fun and humor. There has to be because otherwise you don't survive the other stuff. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I interviewed mm-hmm. a guy for my uh, public affairs shows. His name was Harma. Harma Houtini. He was born here and then his mom moved him at three months old to Iran And he grew up there with a very abusive dad. And he, uh, when he was 18, he ran into a bus and totaled his car. But he got out and he was fine. And he got out and he was going to check on the bus driver and a car hit him and broke his legs. (gasps) Yeah, he never thought he'd walk again. And so I won't tell you the whole story. But one thing is somebody said to him, well, you only live once. And he said, no, you live every day. You only die once. So you're going to get, right, you're going to get some hard days, but you know, you're going to get some good days too. I've never heard that before. That, that is so well said. You, you live every day. You only die once. Mm -hmm. Wow. I was on a Zoom call last week. There was a nice question asked, what is your life mantra? It sounds like one right there. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. What's your life mantra? You go first. Did you think of one? Expect nothing, be prepared for anything. Mm, Either that that. or do your worst. (laughs) (laughs) Mine would have to be be curious because sometimes it's really hard. Like, you know, say you're in a meeting and you say something and somebody like doesn't like it or attacks you. It's really easy to go into kind of defense mode instead of being like, okay, so what was it about that you didn't like? You know, trying to find a way to really be curious and not get defensive. Mm -hmm. Claire? 
I think mine just goes back to Anne Frank. I believe in my heart that most people are good. Mm, that's a good reminder. That, that's a good one. I think I needed to hear that one, actually. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. Most people are good. The meme I put up on Facebook a few weeks ago, me, don't don't judge someone. You never know what they're going through. Also me yelling at traffic, you idiot. <laughs> you know, I mean, doesn't mean I don't I scream that. at people. I do people, people right. are idiots. But deep down, I think most people are good. <laughs> you know what? We just got a dash cam. Oh. Um, I, I've been wanting one for a very long time. I've been trying mine out. I've only tried it out like maybe three times so far. But every single time I have seen in my short distances, bad driving, aggressiveness, um, bad behavior on the roads. And I'm not just talking about drivers. I'm talking even pedestrians. Wow. I have caught pedestrians. I, I, I saw one yesterday on a busy street nearby. And the light was green, but this person decides to just cross anyway. And he almost gets hit. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. And I I watched it again. I'm like, what is going on here? Oh, my gosh. Which is probably very much the opposite of what you just said. (laughs) Most people are good. You go out and you drive around and you live your life and then you come home and you watch the movie of the driving you just did? Well, only because I'm... This is a new device, so I want to see if if it's really working well and everything. So you could take your little SD card and just put it right in your computer. I'm so new to this. I'm so new to this. Even an SD card is new to me. I, I tried putting it in my laptop and it just because you know how it's springy. Yeah. I lost it because it shot out and I lost it for like two hours. So <laughs> we thought it went down the vent and everything. It was just on a windowsill. <laughs> I'm so, I'm so bad at this. And so yeah, all of this is new. I think eventually I'll stop watching the footage, but in the meantime, I'm just like, whoa, you can see a lot of stuff. You might go viral. You might get something and go viral. Well, not anymore because everybody's got stuff now, but you know, <laughs> it's like the things you could see. But then again, it's it's kind of like, I think a point that you have made in the past, Lori and Claire, both of you have said, we see too much and therefore we know too much kind of mm-hmm. thing. You know, it's just, maybe we just need to let things go. No, no, <laughs> you know, no, I'm going to videotape them. <laughs> <laughs> but if you do watch YouTube videos of dash cam footage, you'll see road rage and bad driving isn't just in our town or in our country. There are bad drivers all over the world. We're all the same. We're not perfect. That's, Maybe that's for sure. A, Maybe that's a mantra. Mm-hmm. No yeah. one's perfect. We all need a little grace, right? <laughs> Mm-hmm. On some things, not on everything. Okay. There's the Anna. She's giving us the reality check. <laughs> <laughs> okay, mostly, tape. mostly like 80%, but there is that 20% now. <laughs> and if you know you're wrong, admit it. Yeah. Seriously. Yes. Come on. I think there's the part. There's the part. Yes. We can give grace. Yeah. Some grace could be given if you admit it and take the punishment, you know, for it. Right. Mm-hmm. Be- because up. that was my Sunday thing. Somebody that wanted to be right so bad that they were allowing some 
other bad things to happen to try to prove their rightness. And that was my dilemma. It's like, when mm. does this stop? And and when is it judgment? And when is it gossip? And when is it, you know, those. So it, it, that's true. It's like, you know, if you're if you're wrong, just say you're wrong. And if we're going to be all about grace, well, then you need to be, be giving grace to everyone then, not just certain people. Mm-hmm. Well, at least 80%. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and yourself. Yeah. See, yeah. there's Lori with her reality yes. check. I love yeah, it. You include yourself in the 80%. <laughs> there you go. Uh, oh. Anna's like, I'm on the cutting edge of technology. I have a dash cam. Now, excuse me while I open my vent system to find out what I did with it. <laughs> my Roomba ate it. <laughs> You guys, you probably would have laughed if you would have seen the the search because I'm like looking and looking and 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 Mark is like, did you check the windowsill? I, you know, did you check the windowsill? And and I'm like, yes, I checked it and I checked it. And he goes right over the windowsill and finds it. I'm like, I swear, I swear. But I didn't check under the blind. Oh. All right. Well, thanks. Thanks, you guys, for just helping save the world and, and, and you know, <laughs> and if not, how just the world to, could be a better place. Right. Or just to laugh a little at it. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. It's so pizzly. If only they'd listen to our solutions. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we know some of you are. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Yes. We love you. <laughs> well, gotta go. Mm-hmm. Good night, you princes of Maine. You kings of New England. Oh, that's Satter House Aww. Rules, right? Michael Caine, Satter House Rules, 1999. Yes. Aww. Yay. Aww. I love that movie. Good movie. Yeah. Life Coach Lori, how many stars should they give us? Always five pizzly stars. And Claire, what should they be doing with this podcast? You should recommend it to your friends, your neighbors, your Pizzlies, your Ligers, your Roomba, and especially Alexa. Like, yes. really, really recommend it to Alexa. <laughs> and your human Z's. And your, uh, but not your human Z's. <laughs> <laughs> okay, fine. Not your human Z's. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> what is it? What is this podcast called? Um, hmm. <laughs> Listen. And, and learn, learn, or not, not, not. <laughs> not. <laughs>